stuff. Welcome to episode 116 of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. I am your host, Mike Mason, and you found the show where I talk to the creators of certified and bona fide good stuff for kids and families. And on today's show, I talk to fellow kid caster, kid podcast creator, Mr. Eric from the What If World show. What If World, if you don't know, is a show where kids call in their what if questions and Mr. Eric puts together a story to go along with the question. And it's no coincidence that Mr. Eric is on the Good Stuff Kids podcast this week because this week on the What If World podcast, Mr. Eric asked me to come on and be the voice of some characters in the story, and I loved doing it. And my family loves What If World, so it's a nice serendipitous kind of thing where we work together for an episode of the Good Stuff Kids podcast and an episode of What If World. Of course, for all of the old episodes of the Good Stuff Kids podcast, just go to goodstuffpod.com. You can follow me on social media at goodstuffpod. Or you can write me an email, mike at goodstuffpod.com. I had a blast talking with Mr. Eric. I had a blast working with Mr. Eric for his show, What If World. You should definitely check that out if you have not yet. All right. What do you think? Let's talk to Mr. Eric. Good stuff. After months and months of trying to schedule two of the most, uh, I don't know what we would describe ourselves as, but busy people. I think we're busy people. Uh, I it think is, so. Yeah, totally. I think it is. Uh, it is truly my pleasure to welcome Mr. Eric from the What If World podcast to the Good Stuff Kids podcast. How are you, Eric? Mr. Eric. Hey, I'm, I'm great. And, you know, uh, I I am. I It's so weird to be Mr. Eric. Uh, it was such a goofy name that like a handful of kids called me. And now it's like a, that was like a thing. I love it. So, so a handful of kids. So this, this, uh, we should go back in time a little bit. But before we do that, I have to send my seven and a half, almost eight year old back to bed. So Mr. Eric. You mentioned, yes. that you mentioned a handful of kids. Do you, what is your background in terms of like doing stuff for kids? I so I actually started teaching kids when I was still a kid myself. I at uh, age fourteen, I got my first job teaching karate, oh. uh, <laughs> and, and that was like my big thing back then. And I was, you know, I, I was teaching kids anywhere between three and 10 years old. And that's kind of been like the, the wider age range that I've worked with ever since. Uh, I, I went on to like in college, I just did like some children's theater. And then I taught, I first became Mr. Eric at a, a place called the little gym. And it would, it would is like a, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, it's like gymna- gymnastics for kids, right? Like yeah, yeah, it's, and things. Exactly. It's like an international gymnastics franchise of which I was just one of many, many, many teachers. But we were like a really good school. We were like one of the you know better schools, and and uh, you know I was called Mr. Eric there, uh-huh. and that and that was the that was probably the beginning of 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 this persona i guess Uh sure sure um did you okay so after little jim i mean we're just trying to get the the rounded picture of of mr eric so you mentioned theater you have a theater background um what what is some of the theater stuff that you've done 
Oh, yeah. Well, I did all through college as many plays as I could. The one that was the most like children oriented was called A Light in the Theater. It was an original play inspired by Shel Silverstein's uh, stories and, and poems. And I played a character called Petey the Pirate, uh, <laughs> who, who I... Who I just was like, well, that was that was fun. I started I started being Petey the Pirate uh, on on my own. You know, we did uh, we I went around some like other children's schools as that character. I volunteered a lot in Marshfield, Massachusetts, at at their elementary school as as Petey the Pirate for treasure hunts and holidays and things like that. And uh, and that was like one of the he's he's now one of the What If World iconic characters, and he was developed there. Uh, uh, okay. An abacus, who the the wizard uh, character was was made up in like a sketch comedy group that I was in 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 college. Uh, he's just this like silly wizard guy. So oh, oh, about a, a solid half of the characters I'd already played in some form or another before I even started the show. Uh-huh. Cool. And yeah. I, yeah, started putting it all together. Nice. So, I mean, I love that there. The uh, I had a hunch there was some improv in there somewhere, um, having listened to the show. But we're gonna get to all that. So, so where were you? Right now, we're gonna get into the nitty gritty of what if world. Let's. Where were you when the idea struck? I'm always fascinated to hear this piece from people who are creative like you. Where were you when the idea came to you? Well, uh, that's. It was it was quite literally uh, telling a story to my nephew Teddy, who I love you, Teddy. He's probably listening <laughs> <laughs> at some point in the future. Yeah, uh, and he, well, I moved to LA, which was like the hardest thing I've ever done, and I love it out here. But all my family is back in Boston, mm-hmm. so I started doing a weekly story over Skype with Teddy, and he would. He would tell me uh, a, a topic that he'd want a story about at at the end of each week, and then I would think about it a little bit, and and by the following week, I'd I'd tell him a story, and and I'd and I'd hear from his mother, my sister too, in the meantime. So if there are any things he was having trouble with at school, or things he was emotional about, or having trouble adjusting to, I'd try to like sneak that in. Oh, wow! To, wow. To, to the story and, uh-huh. and it was so much fun and, and I just was like I want I want to find a way to do this for more kids if possible mm-hmm. and the, and then and the what the what if idea was just uh was just I, I wanted a way to give them you know give them a formula give them a formula to ask to to make a silly story, like a Mad Libby formula that they could just fire off with whatever ideas they want that wasn't very limiting and would give them the power to just call in, just have it be very simple so it wouldn't be invasive, like it wouldn't have to be going back and forth with kids and families, just like make it as simple as possible. They call in, they get a story. And uh, yeah, it was really hard at first because no one was calling. (laughs) It's hard to make up a story when you have no material. <laughs> totally. Um, so, okay. So, okay. We'll get to the call-in piece in a second. But 
how like are you are you how much of what you're doing on your podcast is improv versus how much is uh, you're actually writing down or are you using bullet points? I think it's it could be interesting for kids who are interested in like this medium of storytelling. And I think it's only going to grow. You know, people are really interested in in sharing stories. And I will speak for my kids. They write stories a lot. But from your end, when you're making your show, what's the method? The method, it's I guess it's like 90 percent improv, but it, I can't I after like 50 something episodes i can't have it all be improv anymore because it just gets too repeaty uh-huh. uh so I, I i you know i take a question i have I, there's a ton and ton and ton of them but i but i i do have to like sort of scoop out the ones where like the audio quality isn't great or i've done a very very similar story already you know those one those ones i i have to scoop out and then and then with what's left i just pick one at random i think about it you know all, all morning i record in the early, like i usually record around 11 a.m so i think about it all morning i play around with a few character voices i i don't really write anything down unless unless i come up with some really silly list of of things that uh-huh. i want to be in that story uh, uh, uh that's the but other, otherwise i just I just sort of think about it a little bit and then and then I sit down and and I just I, I just go. Right. And you work with someone on this podcast, right? Your I, your new wife Karen, shout out, right? So, I, what's the what's the um the roles? How how does it play out between the two of you? Uh well, Miss Karen, uh I well, I that's how I refer to her on the podcast. Uh, that's and, not and, like and, every day, okay. Yeah. Uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every once in a while. Uh-huh. Thank you, uh, but she, I mean, she is the driving force behind it. Uh, at, at the end of the day, it would have wouldn't have even happened. I did like three pilot episodes when I was still thinking of this, and I was like, Ugh, they're not any good. The, uh-huh. Just I, I recorded them; they were like fifteen, sixteen minutes. I handed them over to Karen. I was like, these are so embarrassing. What am I even doing? And she took them, and she she's got a lot of audio editing experience and she just played around with them you know for a couple hours a piece and she she played back that like very first episode that pd the pirate episode and uh i like it it brought me to tears she made it sound so much more than i than I even imagined it. Like she, she adds, you know, she, she makes the, the dialogue move better. Uh Uh, I try to do a little bit more of that now in my editing. Like I'm getting a little better at the editing, but she really does the lion's share of all of that. Mm -hmm. She, she adds in every piece of, of music. Uh, she, she adds in all of the sound effects. I will occasionally request something, Uh but like, but, but it's as much as, as much as she lets me independently record the, story i am like okay whatever you want like i am so lucky to have her and and her expertise and her work ethic behind this show uh so i just i give her the carte blanche to do whatever she wants and and it's 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 worked out so far it's awesome it's it's great to have a partner it's great to have a team Um, oh man yeah. So, so you, you said the way that you get ideas is that people call in. So at the end, maybe we'll give out that number way for people to call in. 
But uh, so based on what you've gotten, and it sounds like you've gotten a fair amount of people calling in, kids probably mostly with with ideas. Are there any? So you mentioned that you sort of skim some off, but are there any that you you just couldn't do? Like the, you heard the idea and you're like, I have no idea where to go with this. um yeah i mean so that there are some that are tough like first off usually it's it's just a trademark thing Uh, like one one kid asked a story uh, like what if Gollum from the lord of the rings was my pet and i was like (laughs) i really i really wanted to do it but i but i was like oh it's just it's just gonna be really 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 tough to to make non Gollum. I mean, usually I'll just make my own versions of characters, but like I try to honor the question as much as possible. And he's like, if they, if they use a specific name, I have like, it makes it tougher. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then some kids will ask like really like heady questions. Like, uh, what if we never died or, oh. <laughs> uh, you know, stuff, stuff that I, I, I want to take seriously, but also it's a fun and silly kids podcast. And I, you know, I don't, I, um, it, it so th- yeah, those are, those are the, those are the trickier ones. The ones that are really are, are super smart kids coming up with really great ideas, but are, but I'm just like, Oh, I, I don't know if I'm, if I can really like cast a ballot on this yeah. particular issue. Right, <laughs> um, right. I just want to, you know, I, I want I want to I want to answer every single question. It's so, yeah. it's so hard, uh, but yeah, th- those those ones I <laughs> yeah I tend to yeah avoid a little bit. Okay, so the trademark infringement ones that makes sense. Are there any? And I know this is putting you on the spot a little bit, but you seem to be you seem to have your head totally in the game here. So, are there any that you got that you were just like they just made you laugh so hard? You're like this is the funniest thing I've ever heard. Oh man! Oh well, there was a—I think it was three or three or four episodes ago—that a kid just it um it just asked like, "What if what if people that I touch go stuff?" <laughs> what does that even mean? That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and then and then the other half of the question clued me into what he was trying to say and then he and then he said and what and what if things that aren't alive that i touch turn alive uh-huh. so i was like oh okay so it's something like 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 live things turn into inanimate objects inanimate objects turn into live things uh, and okay oh that's super cool and there's another one you know, and I granted I I listen to them, but and then I kind of like I put them on this narrower list that I randomly pick from. So I I root for certain questions, but I want to give everyone a fair shake. Um, that's the that's the, that's the tough thing at the end of the day. Like so sometimes a kid calls in and their question gets on the air like two weeks later. Sometimes a kid calls in. And like four months later, their question finally comes up, and I'm like, "Oh, I hope you're still listening." Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah totally. I know that feels. Yeah, yeah. That's so um, uh, it's yeah, it's 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 tough. Well, like, um, so so like on was, your on your website, the one that I was just like, "This is so brilliant!" Like, it is uh, the never-ending bowl of vanilla ice cream. Like, yes! that is the best idea, and would be so funny to like to create a story around. So it, it, it's got to keep you on your toes a little bit, right? Like you just don't know what you're going to get. And that's got to be so exciting. 
Oh man, it's it's yeah, it's the best. It's the best. And the and the questions that also really pop out to me are just ones where kids really I can I can hear the the child really really coming through. Like one kid just does he's and I haven't made a story about this one, but I hope I get to. Uh he's just like he's just like what if what if I ha- had like a magical rock and roll guitar and it sounded like this. And he just is like but <laughs> just it just makes guitar sounds so for, funny. <laughs> for like 10 seconds yeah oh yeah are you, uh, are you gonna are you gonna clip that out and sample it oh oh man yes oh i hadn't <laughs> even thought of that but of course yes and i would have to i would have to get that in the episode too if i if i could get a a clean enough cut of it to just totally. yeah just have people using his exact rock and roll um yeah, my nephew called in with a with a what if question, and he made like a a big raspberry noise at the end of his, which, which so I had to like have like a a, a tooting character. <laughs> oh, now you're speaking my language. <laughs> That's so great. That is so great. So okay. So on a on a serious note, I was really struck by the idea um, that you know. You, you you sort of got fed what was going on in your nephew's life and you would incorporate some of that stuff into your stories. So I guess like there, there's a couple ways to to go with this. And one is like like it is amazing to have that relationship with your sister and your nephew. Right. So that's on one hand. And to have like such a special thing that's just between the two of you and you can really make an impact on his life. So that's more of a statement than a question. And then have you gotten feedback from families that that is maybe not so so emotionally similar, but just like this is this is a really good thing that you're doing because I hope you have. Oh, well, thank you. And like as far as the lessons go, I think they're a little bit like sneakier and stuff i mean when people review us they will sometimes say oh like we like we like that he that he sneaks in lessons and and parents will be like oh this show's so fun uh it's more it's more when i like there was a there was a kid um jude who uh suffers from pandas which is a uh it's it's tough to explain but it's it's kind of an autoimmune disorder it's it's uh i well i encourage anyone to look it up sure. because it's it's it was really fascinating and uh and he's such a he's such a cool kid and his his mom which parents have only ever done on one other occasion actually gave me her her phone number at the end of the message and was like hey i know this is out of the ordinary, but if you want to call me, here's my number. Wow. And, and, and that was, and it felt really great to talk to her and then to give Jude his story and to know that he was super excited about it and, and that his bomb, that it really, I don't know that, that, yeah, that was one of the, one of the moments where I, I just, I got, I got real feedback and I, I felt like I was, doing something (laughs) you know some something something important yeah that is uh that's so genuine totally and like i hear it in your voice and it meant a lot to you and uh, just thanks for doing it thanks for having that side to it because it could go like off the goofy rails but it sounds like there's real heart happening uh in the what if world studios so um what do you think you know for me so I'll frame this around my experience. When I've been podcasting, I've been like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. Like I'm figuring this all out as I go. 
and uh, and then eventually I was like, oh, that's it. Like that's that's my formula for now. What would be the episode that you would sort of recommend to people if they were going to start with What If World? Oh, oh, that's a great question. Uh, and this is this is uh, another example of a question that really really tickled me. Um, I, I believe it's episode ten, and it's uh, what if. Um, okay, what if a rabbit laid an egg in a cloud and then it fell down? It's it, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing the sure. question, but I was just like, or, or like rabbits lived in the in the clouds and they laid an egg and it fell down, and I was like, this is just so weird and i love it and and the story and this is like uh, so to, you know the, the personal note of this story is that it happened like right after the election uh, and which i was i don't mind saying pretty beaten up about i uh -huh. i uh and my th this this story it doesn't really seem like it but it, it kind of to me just feels like uh, um it's this it's this little girl bunny that gets lost and she is raised by a, a bunch of non-bunny people and she goes on an adventure and has to be brave and resilient and stand up to big mean outspoken bullies and and sort of climb this mountain wow. uh and it was you know when you listen to it, it it's 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 still a silly story but to me it felt it felt raw and it like it, it it was it was uh it helped me work through some stuff and, yeah, totally. and i know and, and i know that something like some of the some of the listeners that i've gotten feedback from really do like that story uh -huh. um and 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 like that's that's one of the characters that's recurred a couple times since but it's mostly just a, a kind of a, a standalone tale nice wow that's uh that's big right it, it's the the subtext that you are doing something for you like to clear your head out or at least make sense of it in your mind while making it like palatable and easy and fun for kids and families is that is quite a skill <laughs> well it's oh well thank you i i more it's more i you know i've worked with kids for i don't know 14 years or something and i and i i love i love kids and i know that like every problem for them is so super real and feels so impossible and I try to I try to remember all that. Like I, I do the the one thing that I do reference. I have this long list of notes of like things that I I've seen kids go through, or things that I remember going through as a kid, and and lessons that I could probably learn around that. Uh -huh. And that is that is something that is my like that's my one cheat because I want to make sure that that there's something more to every episode, e even even the super silly ones. Like, and there are a few that are just completely off, like <laughs> completely right. off the rails. Right. But I still but I still want responsible people that like own up to their mistakes in those stories. And uh, so, yeah, so I use that big, big, big note to, to reference when I, when I finally land upon a story and I'm like, could this, could this possibly work in, in this world with this? What if question, could I squeeze in this lesson? And, you know, and most of the time it'll squeeze in. And sometimes I, it's like, you know, square peg in the round yeah, hole, but right. I, but, you, but I but try you to fit it in anyway. No worries. <laughs> yeah. um, so, so how can people contribute their ideas? You mentioned that there's a phone number. Do you know that off the top of your head? 
Oh, of course. Yes. <laughs> Set you uh, up. Boom. <laughs> nice. Uh, so they can call 205-605-WHAT. Uh, that's our, that's our Google voice number. It goes straight to voicemail and we never call them back or, or anything like that. It's, we never store their number or share it in any way. And they can also, because we do get, we've been getting more international questions lately, which is fantastic. Wow, so cool. I just like to say that if they, they can also email us at what if world podcast at gmail.com. Uh-huh. And a lot of people just, you know, record any way they can either on a phone or a recorder or right or straight onto their computer and the the you know the the quality it just has to we just have to be able to hear it right. uh and, and we and if if you when you know people hear the show there are very very varying qualities of sound for the questions themselves and really i'm just looking for is it intelligible <laughs> you know yeah and and is it something that I haven't done yet? Those are the those are the only two criteria that that are you know that that really matter for whether how much of a chance it's going to get to to be a story and and you know I I I, I want to I just I know I've already said it but I I want every kid to know that I want to answer all the yeah, questions to- I want, totally yeah I can't but I but I want to yeah. and I hope there are enough like. Uh, shared experiences that kids can listen to these questions and be like and and know that that story is it's also for them it's 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 partly for this one kid and it's also for for everyone that just wants to have a fun silly story to entertain them for a few minutes yeah so uh, outside of the uh the regular channels for getting a podcast apple podcast stitcher overcast all these things that people use Say people want to learn more about the show that we haven't covered. Do you all have a website or Facebook or Twitter or any of those kinds of things so we can follow oh, along? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I guess I'll plug our Patreon first. Oh, <laughs> yes, please. Uh, Patreon.com slash what if world. And that's uh, we just, you know, we that's where kids that want like their own stories or like they want Mr. Eric to call them on their birthday or, you know, they, or just a, just a thank you note, things like that. Like those are, we, you know, we offer some fun rewards and it's, it's, it's amazing because it's, it's allowing me to just, to just work like this one hour less (laughs) at my, at my full-time job and put that, (laughs) put that one extra hour each week into my, you know, um, into this job. And, and it's been, uh, it's been great so far. And, and yeah, we, we have our, we have our, uh, our website too, which is just what if world podcast, um, uh, that, that's a really easy one. There's a fun, what if question generator that I strongly, strongly encourage people to try uh-huh. if you're, uh, cause kids, you know, there are a lot of like our, our, our theme song asks, uh, a, a couple of questions. Uh, what if unicorns are real? What if you could fly or travel back in time? Um, and what if kittens played the glockenspiel? Oh, um, and <laughs> just great. These are all great questions, but as you can imagine, just by, <laughs> The by how great my you know my my friend Craig Martinson made the song he's amazing and it's just such a catchy song but it it means that we get those questions a lot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Totally. Yes. So uh, the the flying questions especially. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Facebook, Twitter, uh, website. Did you say Facebook, Twitter? Did we? Yeah. Why don't we? Yeah. Let's, yeah we're, 
yeah, we're on. We're on. Fa- you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. Um, it's it's it, it, once you find one, they all link to all the others too. Uh-huh. So, uh, okay, just good. okay. Yeah, so, just look up What If World, and you can find us all over. Follow the uh, the rainbow of questions, or uh, that that was not good improv. <laughs> well. I- I love it. The rainbow of questions. That's now that is. I I swear to you, that is how I am now picturing all of my whole archive of questions. It's like beautiful rainbow of children's imagination. Uh, just like from man. All right. That, well, thank you. Thank you for indulging me on that one. Um, well, Mr. Egg, thank you so much for your time. Check out what if world folks, if, if you have not already checked it out, if you have, now you know a little bit more behind the scenes of how Mr. Eric makes this incredible show. Um, Mr. Eric, thank you so much for your time. It's really like, it's awesome. It was worth the wait, in my opinion, because I learned a ton and that was a lot of fun. Oh, thank you, Michael. I, and I also got to say, I, I love your show. Uh, I feel so honored to be, I feel like I'm, you know, you just get all these super cool people to interview and to, to, to be worthy of an interview on your show is like a, a rare, a rare and awesome honor for me. So thanks for having me. <laughs> totally. It is totally my pleasure. And uh, we'll talk to you really soon. All right. Take it easy. All right. Bye. So that's Mr. Eric. So fun, so easy to talk to, so creative, so knowledgeable, loves what he does, is great at what he does. I'm uh, I'm here on the uh, whatifworldpodcast.com website, and I'm on their, uh, their question generator. So here I go. I push uh, another. And what if the frog prince had a parrot that spilled a bunch of speckled paint in the desert? Well, that's a good question. That's a decent question. Let's try another. What if my sister were secretly a centaur? Uh, I'm going to do one more. That is, uh, that's another good one. What if a bossy dog irritated a cheetah in a faraway kingdom? Another good question. I, I think that a question generator is just the greatest thing. That was, I could do that all night. So thanks again to Mr. Eric. Make sure you check out What If World Podcast, especially their most latest episode, because I'm in it. But not just especially because I'm in it, but because it's really good. They do really, really, really good stuff. Congrats to Mr. Eric. He's a new homeowner. He's newlywed. Like, he's he's living the dream, folks. What else can you say? He's living the dream. I feel great to be out of the flu haze. I was laid up for about four days. And it is great to be back, as my mom would say, in the land of the living. Thanks for listening. Talk to you very, very soon. Have a great week. Duff.